0: Welcome to the Mama Bear Apologetics Podcast. A podcast where we teach you to roar like a mother. And by roar, we mean recognize the message, offer
1: discernment, argue for a healthier approach, and reinforce these ideas with your kids. Unless you want to growl around your house. I mean, that's cool too. <laughs> like, check it, we keep it real. <laughs> <laughs> that's so bad. You're awesome.
0: Mama Bear Apologetics is a listener-supported program, so if you like what we do, head on over to the Mama Bear Apologetics website and click support.
1: It's time to rise up, ladies.
0: Rise up, Mama Bears. This might not affect your faith, but it might affect your children's. Hey, Mama Bears and some of our Papa Bears. Welcome to the end of year wrap-up where we just kind of talk about all the things that happened this year and just what we've been doing with Mama Bear, where we've been, where we're going. And just, um, we're just gonna say, it's been a year, friends. It has been a year, so... let's talk all about it. Uh, So Lindsay, you're going to be our MC for today. You're going to be interviewing me and Amy. And of course, I'm probably going to sneak some questions into you as well, but uh, yes. So you're not getting off the hook. So um, what are some of the things that people are wondering for our end of year wrap up?
2: I think that the number one question that people have on their mind hill is how are you doing for those Mm. of you who don't know, or maybe you're new to mama Bear. Um, And you're not familiar with things that have been happening with mama bear. Um, Hillary had a pretty major medical diagnosis happen um, earlier in the spring and had a major surgery in May and um, it has required a lot of recovery and we're Mm -hmm. still recovering. So Hill, can you fill us in on what that process has been like for you?
0: So just for giggles, I would love people to Google what a Whipple procedure is so you can see.
2: No, I don't think no, I'm going to really pass be- on that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's because you all know what it is. <laughs> So if you want to, well, if if you're curious, like me, if you're like one of those people that watch pimple popper and they're just curious about all these weird, bizarre medical stuff, it had nothing to do with pimple popper. It was all about rearranging everything in my intestines. Um, Anyway, so apparently I'm now on a Whipple Warrior Survivor page um, support group. And so everybody separates, separates, celebrates their Whippleversary. So my Whippleversary from now on will be 520 Whippleversary Day. (gasps) Um, and that's that's the day you got whipped. Um so <laughs> that's just the insider
2: lingo for you. Um you tell us like so your intestines got moved around, but what does that mean exactly? Okay, so they found a tumor, which
0: did turn out to be non-cancerous, even though all the doctors said it was cancerous because it was growing through all four layers of, of intestine and spreading. Um, but it was really near; it was on the intestine, really near where the pancreas connects. So, because of the location, they had to um, remove part of the pancreas. They had to remove that whole connecting part of the. Um, intestines which is called the the jejunum oh no no i'm sorry the duodenum 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 people pronounce it differently um because you have your liver and your gallbladder things that go into there you have to remove the gallbladder and then also and i don't totally understand why but part of the stomach and then it's all kind of piece together in a way that when you look at it it sort of looks like frankenstein and it's like there's no way this is going to work the same and guess what it totally doesn't it's uh it's been very weird um but uh they say i'm supposed to measure my recovery in years not in, in months it's like i'll see month to month recovery it's very very small but um usually two years plus is when you start feeling normal again so Um, I have been learning on an extreme level, how to have grace with myself and do what I need to do and rest when I need to rest. And I think this is a lesson the Lord has tried to teach me for most of my adult life. And to say that he's finally gotten my attention for the last time, hopefully I I would say, yes, I have learned this lesson. Please, please, Lord, don't make me learn this again. I will be a good girl this time. (laughs) Um, so I'm doing better. I have, uh, John and I have named it, it's a uh, high tide and low tide days. The high tide days are where I can actually have energy. I sometimes have a little coffee to kind of boost myself. And then the low tide days, I basically sleep for 17 hours and can't do anything. And so sometimes that's four days a week. Sometimes it's only once a week, um, but uh, we just let it be when it's going to be. And um, I'm just, you know, praying that it doesn't, I don't have a crash day, which the low tide we also call crash days. I'm praying that I don't have a crash day on any of my speaking engagements because we've got a lot of great events that are coming up this year. Um, so that that'll that'll be an experiment. And um, yeah, so we shall see. But that is how I am doing. I have not gotten a hernia yet. I asked people specifically to pray for that. Uh, and I have uh, I've just had such amazing prayer warriors. So I'm really thankful for all that. But that's how I'm doing now.
2: Great. Um, Yeah, we've watched Amy and I have watched you through this process. And I think both of us can say like, you've handled this really well. Um, And um, it's not been an easy situation for you at all. And, um, and Amy and I've just watched you handle it beautifully. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, you have hard days, like those, those days aren't beautiful. And we can admit that, right. But (laughs) at the same time, you you've done it right yeah. we've we've gotten through the last 6 months mm-hmm. um and it also hasn't been all bad because yeah. and this is amy i would love to hear your perspective on this you wrote a book this year and pushed it out and it has been amazing so amy tell me about writing a book uh this is your first book right and so yeah. tell me all about it i want to know all about it
1: yeah. So it's one of those things, like ever since I was a little kid, that's what I wanted to do. So outside of chasing tornadoes, uh, writing a book was what I wanted to do. I mean, <laughs> she's like, serious when she says that that was her first goal was chasing tornadoes. It, it, yeah. It, it genuinely was like, a, I think it's our very first podcast. We had like a 15 minute discussion over why this was a life goal of mine. Um, but, uh, but yeah. And, and so to be able to do that was, was really neat. Uh, it was definitely one of those situations to where you go into it a little bit with rose colored glasses and then you come out the other side and you're a little haggard, but you're like, man, <laughs> we did it. <laughs> yeah. We survived. Cute you know? up, spit out, kind of have a twitch at this point. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, you have all these grand ideas of, of what it's going to be like. And it's like, okay, well, things might be a little different. But mm. no, it was, it was mm. really great. And what I what I really appreciate is um is all the all the research that went involved with it, we got to learn so much. And it wasn't I think it it broadened empathy as well and compassion Mm -hmm. because when you just look at something from a surface level, from just like just looking at the subject, it's very clinical. It's just very impersonal. And then to be able to dive in and encounter so many personal stories and hear so many witnesses and see so much regeneration from Christ, Mm -hmm. it. It really puts everything in perspective. I I think it, it levels the playing field too, because so often it's easy for us as Christians to be like, well, you know, uh, kind of like the Pharisees, right? At least I'm not, at least I'm not that. At least I'm not that. I'm at least, least, we we always compare as long as we're above somebody, then we're doing okay for some reason. Okay. (laughs) And and it was one of those great things to be able to look and see, man, we are really meant in ministry just to be walking alongside and shouldering each other, Mm -hmm. uh, each other's burdens and encouraging one another while pointing. Each other back to truth. It really put it all in perspective. Yeah. So, um, it was, it was, it was a really neat process when there were some really great moments of, you know, just being able to, I even think of our, our week away, Hillary, when we re- woke up, uh, I think it was our last morning and there was snow. I mean, that was just like little kid moment and just being able to, to write and to grow closer to the Lord. And even just funny moments too, of my, um, so you know how those uh, those kids stores, children's place, and things, they sell like the pajamas for the whole family. Mm-hmm. Well, my mom last year she bought everybody these—I call it a slanket, my uh, <laughs> one-piece fleece onesie that had this hood that flipped up with antlers. And it was—it like, <laughs> was like the most unattractive thing possible. And I made fun of it so badly until I put it on, and I'm like, "This is so cozy." And I live in this. There were so many nights where I would be up all night writing, researching. My kids would wake up in the morning, and I'd have like a half-eaten box of Cheez-Its and I'd be in my slanket <laughs> and everything, and they're just like, "Wow, mommy, you're really working." Hard. So it was so great in these these sort of very unattractive writing moments where you're you know you've spent three days living in this this fleece blanket that's been turned into an outfit just mm-hmm. fisting it's and tea. <laughs> <laughs> it was just part of the process that I never expected when it came to writing. I but mean, um, you have special pants too, right? Oh, I've got,
0: I live in fleece everything during the winter up here where it's cold. I've got a couple of different onesies and then I got fleece, I've got fleece pants on right now. And I remember when I first started wearing fleece pants, I was a teacher in Dallas and I remember every day on my way home from work, I was like, I get to put on fleece pants. <laughs> and It was like just this thing that brought me joy. And so now, um, all the neighbors know me. <laughs> usually because I'll take walks around the neighborhood and I always have the fleece pants on and um, I think uh, one of my friend's kids was like oh you're wearing normal clothes <laughs> this one day uh, so yes I'd like to think uh, that I had a little bit of an influence on Amy there and I'd also like to think well, I had unlikely. a bad influence on you with the cheese its so true Definitely. story I gained seven pounds over our writing retreat oh. just on those two family boxes of Cheez-Its that I inhaled so apparently that those are my kryptonite and they yeah, that did not come off easily.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my wow. goodness.
0: Okay. So did we, did you we thank want... Cheez-Its in our acknowledgements? I know.
2: No, love, no. We, over, I feel know, like we should have because they were part of the process. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so Amy described some of her favorite moments, Hill. what were some of your favorite moments in the book writing process? in the book writing process um you know you have to look at the bright side because okay let's
0: look at the bright side um I would say it was the times there was this okay there was this one time when I was really close to the deadline and I knew something was missing in this manuscript and I couldn't put my uh, finger on it and I but I just knew and then I read this book by Christopher West and all of a sudden it was just this, aha. And so I thought I was going to have to do all these massive rewrites, but I was able to go in there and really integrate his stuff all throughout the book. And I was like, now we're cooking here. So that was a really good moment. Awesome. But um, I would say also the week with Amy um, uh, where we just went, went, went away and we wrote and we did stupid workouts <laughs> to that seven minute workout thing. And um and uh the brainstorming and just <laughs> I don't know the process of going, I think from fear to empowerment for this book, especially for me that I started out really fearful with this book, just because I wanted, how am I going to say something that hasn't been said a million times before? How am I going to say it in a way that's going to make sense? And that's like, actually brings in the aha moments. It's like, everybody focuses on just what the Bible says, but why, why is that? And thank God for Pope John Paul II, who has this giant, like 800 page tome on the theology of the body Mm -hmm. which Christopher West distills down and so I feel like I was able or we were able to offer something that isn't currently out there Mm -hmm. um and so I, I think my favorite part was probably the launch team I was like in this big stress ball up until the launch team when I could start getting people's feedback on it. And I think one of my favorite um, compliments in there, so chapter 12 and 13, 12 is Amy's chapter on purity culture. Chapter 13 is uh, taking up your sexual cross. And it just talks about how we all have kind of a sexual cross that we're called to carry, that we're called to be faithful in. And uh, one of the ladies on our launch team said, these two chapters did for me what 20 years of counseling couldn't. And that to me, I was like, the book could bomb and I'll still be happy because there is this one person who we've tangibly changed her life in this area. Cause I think there's so much shame and just bondage Mm -hmm. are are surrounding these
2: topics. Um, So, yeah. So Uh, the book hasn't bombed. No, it hasn't bombed. (laughs) uh, And I I don't know numbers, but uh, we don't really spend a lot of time focusing on numbers. Yeah. Um, But The response from people on social media and emails, I did hear that one.
0: Okay, thank you. Um,
2: And uh, other places has been overwhelmingly positive. And um, it's it's been somewhat of a relief, I think, for the whole team (laughs) that has been the general response. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, also, so the publisher wasn't caught off guard. And I think the people weren't really caught off guard because they were really expecting this kind of book from us. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so the response has been great. What's happening related to the book right now? Are we doing a study guide?
0: yes i am uh finishing up the study guide that's got um so the study guide is going to be special so th- there was so much that we had to cram into this book that i didn't get as many discipleship opportunities that i wanted like we had i think a little bit more in the first book so we are doing the very first ever study and discipleship guide it might just be called a discipleship guide but throughout the whole thing it has these little um moments like the you know, two or three of them per chapter of discipleship opportunity to how do you reinforce these concepts with your kids in a more concrete way to where they can kind of draw an analogy and then bring it over into the topics of sexuality or um, holiness or worship and stuff like that. So I, I'm excited to see what people think about the study guide.
2: Great. And one question we get a lot is about the audiobook. Yes, What's happening with the audiobook.
0: Yes. So, it was supposed to be out November 30th. One of the days I was supposed to record my voice was voice was all scratchy, so we had to nix that day, but then it made it to where we couldn't schedule another one for like a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it is fine. It is finished being recorded, and I believe January 13th is now the new release date. And for all the people who would like a little special bonus for, you know, reason why to buy the audiobook, something that i noticed as i was uh, as i was reading the audiobook is i think my accent changes depending on the chapter depending on who was driving with me over to this uh, to the studio and here here's, here's where the story gets real the very last recording i did which would uh, end up being chapter 12 the purity chapter taking up your sexual cross the maxims chapter or afterward, and then just all the at the end stuff um I had meant to take something that was an antacid and there was a pain pill that's the exact same shape next to it. I accidentally took the pain pill. So I'm like driving to this place going, what is wrong with me? I'm like slapping myself in the face. And I finally realized what was wrong. And I got there and I was like slurring my words. And I said, this is where we discover if I'm just a reader or if I'm an actress. And so I was like, you need to play how I sounded before. And so I had to imitate how I sounded when I was actually sounding normal. So you're going to probably hear the California accent at some point, the Texan accent at some point. I have a strong Midwest accent the days that I drove with my friend Katie <laughs> and um, possibly a little slurring and who knows what I sound like for that last recording. So just those are like the little Easter eggs if you want to listen for them in, in that book that's just going to make it a fun listen to see if you can tell who I who was I driving with the day that... Um, <laughs> The day that we recorded.
2: Well, I'm looking forward to it now. I'm gonna to have to download it to make sure that I can guess. <laughs> days are.
0: I'm 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 really interested because I, I so remember the days with Katie and I was saying stuff, and it wasn't like as obvious as the about, about you know stuff, but okay, there was a bunch of a northern accent right now. Uh I'm not mocking, I'm trying to imitate it. And the fact that I'm so bad at it <laughs> means I'm mocking. No, but there was this certain vowel that I kept saying, and I was in the back of my head, I was like, that sounds Midwestern, that sounds Midwestern, and I was trying to actively change it and it's just because I, I pick up on everybody's dialect when I'm around them I'll start talking John can tell when I've been watching British TV because uh, <laughs> I start picking up on it
2: I've been praying that my kids pick up a British accent the more that I watch great British bake-off I'm like please lord let them have a British they don't <laughs> <laughs> be in England oh yeah yeah and I have a northern accent so uh, oh. my accent comes out when I'm
0: see it comes out see, yeah I heard sound?
2: that out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so yeah. It, I'm not there's nothing to be said against accents because I'm yeah that one. Um, it makes it sound special it does um okay so we did more than just write a book uh I, I just write a book that sounds terrible we did more than just write a book this year uh there were some podcasts and some blogs that came out as well um and so do y'all have a favorite blog or podcast that came out this year do you even remember what we did this year <laughs>
0: My my brain is basically the the years divided into two things. Or actually, three three times scrambling to write the book and writing like 50 hours a week and not sleeping and being hyped up on coffee Mm -hmm. getting my diagnosis and then trying not to die and being in pain for a long time and then when all the interviews started and amy can tell you how out of it i was because she's like yeah remember that interview we did yesterday i'm like we did an interview yesterday i had no memory of it and like so all the days blurred together so that that's kind of the blur of 2021 for me so i'm i'm gonna pass this one off to amy because she was probably more maybe my brain's just trying to forget this year in general it was
1: a rough year yeah i would have to say there's a couple moments so i don't know have we released the one with gail that we were talking about the amount of mentors oh not my God. okay y'all so
2: in january
1: Mm-hmm. January. Okay. So you got to stay tuned for that. It happened in this year. So that's why I can talk about it. Yeah. Um, that was probably the most fun interview that doing this year and just discussing the, the need for mentors and how to foster mm-hmm. mentorship uh, with adults that aren't you, um, for your <laughs> kiddos. Now her ministry is primarily girls-based, um, teen girls and that sort. So we were, uh, that was kind of more like we were focused on mentors for girls, but we also referenced the importance of boys too. And it really transcends, it doesn't matter if you have a boy or a girl. Yeah. And so that One's coming in January, so Definitely be on the lookout for that. Uh, kind of a funny moment. I, f- I felt so about so bad about this one. Uh, Monique Dusan, we had her come on. Talking about college, <laughs> I know what you were going to say. And <laughs> it, was, it was so great. Um, the problem was, is I forgot about time zones. So I we're central, mm-hmm. she's Pacific uh, because they're in California. Mm-hmm. And so I think I scheduled it for like 10.30 or whatever. Well, it was like 8.30 her time. I felt so bad. She gets on there. I'm like, hey, Monique, how are you doing? She's like, well, we, install, <laughs> we instituted a new policy. We're calling it the Mama Bear policy and I'm like oh lord what do we do and it's because she was just like struggling to wake up she had I think in her cup it wasn't even coffee it was like hot water like she didn't even have time to coffee and so we now for poor Monique um she, she has a new mama bear policy thanks to my poor scheduling and not being sensitive to time zones. Don't uh, say we never give them anything. Never, never do any podcast for anybody, not just mama bears, but yes. any podcast before 11 Pacific time for theirs, Seriously. I think is how the policy went. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Gail's was fantastic. Um, Monique's that one was just funny. Mm-hmm. And I do remember
0: doing the ones, uh, so we also did, so we've got a lot of podcasts to release like in January. We just, it's like we said, it's been a year. So I I do an interview with Monica Klein, who is an endorser for the book. Tomorrow.
2: Oh it is. Yay. Okay, good. You can talk about it as though we've already released it. Okay. So we like <laughs> totally
0: just released this podcast. Um but Monica is a former uh, Planned Parenthood sex education trainer. So she t- learned under Planned Parenthood and then she taught the the people at Planned Parenthood and she went around giving talks to different inner city places or just uh, you know youth clubs and stuff mm. on comprehensive sex education and when the some of the questions that she got she came to the realization we are not doing these kids any favors and through just a series of events the lord got a hold of her but the stories these heartbreaking stories she has of when she was doing comprehensive sex education training and the stuff that the planned parenthood people would say you know about like really not caring if girls were being trafficked they're 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 her, their motto was like, well, she's not doing it with him. She'll be doing it with someone else next week. And so they just didn't report anyone. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyway, it's, it's a real, we'll call it an expose um, for that one. And then of course, super excited that Amy and I got to interview one of the guys from Babylon B and we talked about the importance of humor in uh, apologetics and evangelism. So I think that one, Jeremiah said that he enjoyed editing that one. So I think that one's going to be good. Great.
2: Yeah. That'll probably come out in January as well. Um, so I I think that's what the schedule says. Um, I had two favorite blogs and they were both written by Amy. Um, I really liked the one where she talked about her son and the Twitter thing. Um, That was so crazy. I I think it was titled why people are mad that your child is a Christian. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, it was, I watched it real time when it was happening, on If mm-hmm. so I remember like the anxiety of experiencing that, um, and then having you reflect on it so beautifully. Yeah, um, it's definitely one that I think parents should should read yeah. because um, it helps with the confidence of okay, what can my kid encounter, and how do we address those things mm-hmm. that they're encountering because of their faith, um, and. Uh, the other one was because I'm a mom of three daughters. Um, uh, Amy wrote a beautiful blog called biblical women. Every girl should know. Mm -hmm. And I think that one was super well received by our audiences, but, um, she, she talks about, um, some women in the Bible that can inspire our daughters. And as you may know, uh, there aren't a lot of inspiring women in culture today <laughs> that we can point our children to. Inspiring, yes, in the good way, maybe yeah, not. <laughs> yeah, that are, are um, good influences. Our yes. And, and so it was really refreshing to read a mom of boys perspective on biblical women that our mm. girls should know. So if you haven't read that yet, um, we'll have a link in the description below to both of those blogs and to the podcasts that they've been released that were just mentioned. Um, I guess that kind of wraps up 2021. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say about 2021 before we move on to 2022?
0: Don't let the door hit you or the good Lord (laughs) split you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, see ya.
0: Yeah. So we're so crazy. sad you're going, okay, then next on to the next.
2: So 2022 <laughs> has some exciting things we're thinking about. Um, Hillary, what is the word we're going toward for uh, mama bear for this year?
0: For this year, our the, the mama bear's word, which is different than my own personal yes. word. The, the the word for mama bear is consistency. <laughs> um, yes. And uh, Amy is, I mean, I mean, Lindsay's getting all excited about this because this is like, you know, her love language. <laughs> <laughs> and so we are going to be aiming to uh, so what are what are our goals for consistency, Lindsay?
2: Yeah. So one of the things we realized when Hillary got sick but also when the first book was released and now the mm-hmm. second book has been released that it's been really hard for us to stay on a consistent schedule with the podcasts and the blogs. Mm-hmm. But frankly, those two things are our first loves with Mama Bear. And we know especially with the podcasts that that's what you all look forward to. Mm-hmm. And so this year in 2022, we're really focusing on making sure that we're coming out with podcasts and blogs consistently. Yes. Uh, and that will mean hopefully, um, and you can you can hold us accountable for this now that yes. we've said it out loud, <laughs> that we're going to shoot for uh, two blogs as, as a month and two podcasts a month as well. Um, and so you'll start to see that structure actually happen this month if you haven't already noticed it already. Mm-hmm. Um, and that'll lead us into uh, 2022 as well. Um, yeah. But we're really excited about being able to do that. Um, another thing that you'll start to see more consistently uh, is we are bringing back the audio apologetics blog. <laughs> and we're so thrilled um, to be able
0: to do that for you. Won't you remind them what that is? Cause it's been a hot second since we've had some
2: of those been a while so if you're Mm -hmm. not familiar with the AAB um, what it is is we either read um, one of our own articles or um, we read an article that is is popular that is relevant um, Mm -hmm. to what we address here at Mama Bear um, that maybe you don't have time to sit down and read yourself so our beautiful team member Robin uh, who has a most amazing voice yes read that to you and um, usually those take about 10 minutes Mm -hmm. so you can just pop those on and listen to the article be read to you instead of sitting down and having to read it. Um, Busy moms, busy dads, busy lifestyles. And this gives you the opportunity to keep up to date on some of those um, things that you might just not be able to put in your busy schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, Anything else that we're thinking about for 2022? Well, we are writing
0: another book, but this is going to be cathartic book because i've had two really stressful books (laughs) um and especially after this last one um that i'll just be honest that last book was really hard on me um the the kind of material i was having to read and sift through and um yeah it just (laughs) my body, it was a (laughs) bear and my body absorbed all the stress. Um, and so we need something cathartic. And so I'm not going to say exactly what it is, but it's going to be something that's just going to be like a breath of fresh air. Um, and so we will, it'll be one of those things where we can be writing a book, but it's not so research focused that we can't work towards our consistency, uh, for, um, for
2: 2022. Great. Yeah. I think that, um, we've also got lots of topics we're thinking about addressing, but we'd love to hear from you. If you have yep. ideas about what you'd like us to talk about, either on the podcast or the blog, yeah. um, you can always send us those um, requests, either in the comments below, or um, you can send us an email or uh, whatever. You hit us up on the socials. We're, we're <laughs> everywhere on the socials, except for TikTok.
0: Yes, uh, we have okay, the line. a dark hole yes. that we don't want to go down.
2: <laughs> and nobody really wants to see us try to do like the dances and the, the funny things. That I don't know. Are you kind just
1: of- stand there? Oh man, it kills me how people will just okay, okay. Because I've seen TikTok, right? Uh, I don't have the app, but it's like people will stand there and they just like point to things that are like flashing above their heads, and I'm like, I am sorry, nobody wants to look at me for that long while well, like, I oh, no point. I mean, like this is just not something I'm good at. I mean, unless we can be weird with it and just be like, you know, it's yeah. just not, it's it's not a thing. Yeah. See, I like watching the dances, so I'm
0: like,
2: that would be a time sucker for me, and so I just don't need anything else that sucks my time. Yeah. And I'm not going to put it on my phone. I don't have any socials on my phone. So adding TikTok is like way out. Uh, mm-hmm. That's not going to happen. But um, that's, that's about all that we're looking forward to in 2022. We, mm. <laughs> the thing about planning for a year, <laughs> best laid plans, right? So mm-hmm. we always have these plans that we start um, the year off with and there's a wrench that happens and um, that could be a good wrench or a bad wrench. We don't know. Um, and so one of the things that we as a team are committed to is is following the Holy Spirit and listening to Him. Um, And and when He tells us to go a certain direction, we'll go even if it is against what our original plans were. Mm -hmm. Um, So we we constantly try to remain vigilant and um, discerning of what um, God is telling us to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, please tell us your ideas because we do love ideas. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes we get in a rut because we're like, I really like this topic and I want to talk about this topic 100% of the time. Let's do a six-week series on it. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe that's not something you're interested in or we haven't talked about something you're interested in. Or not something that
0: your your family is currently struggling with because it could just be beyond interest of like, my kid keeps asking
2: about this and I have no idea what to say. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I think that pretty much does it for this podcast. And uh, we just want to take a moment to tell you how grateful we are. Yeah. Um, For um, your commitment to Mama Bear and all of the support that you've shown us as a team, but also Hillary this year. Um, I know that your prayers and well wishes were um, one of those things that really helped her hold it together. Um, And so maybe she wants to mention something, but Mm -hmm. I'll close by saying just um, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Um, We hope that you had an amazing Christmas and that you'll have a great new year. Um, And that 2022 really is a time for you to grow in Christ and grow your family in Christ Um, and be a witness to the world. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, and I just also want to just emphasize that we are... um a donation-supported ministry, and so the, the, there's a lot. There's money that I put into the ministry from the books that we do, but a lot of the the money that we do raise is, is from support. So if you really appreciate what we're doing, we pray that you would consider partnering with us just in a financial way, or if there's anything else that you're saying, that you're like, I would lo- really love to serve you in this way. That you would reach out because, as Lindsay was saying, sometimes we we're such a small team that when we're in the midst of writing a book. Sometimes other things kind of get dropped by the wayside because we're just not big enough to be able to keep up with all this stuff. And um, so we would like to be able to hire new team members and we would like to be able to pay them you know, a fair wage, which right now, uh, several of our team members, I don't think are getting a fair wage, but they do this because they love doing it. Um, so just, yeah, ask the Lord if, if he puts anything on your heart to, to contribute to mama bear and we gratefully accept it and we will continue to be faithful with the tasks that he's given us. Um, but yeah, we could, we could use partners as well. So thank you so much for your prayers. Thank you so much for those who have uh, donated to the ministry. Um, y'all just really make all the difference in the world to God, be the glory, um, through everything. And, uh, yeah, here's to 2022, hopefully better than 2021.
1: <laughs> Amy, do you have any closing thoughts that you would like to say? God, I just am thankful to to everyone there who were just so encouraging and so gracious to us. We, we truly love having fellowship with you and we love being able to minister. And so many, uh, so many of you, we've even been able to connect with just on Facebook messenger and just be able to speak into situations in your lives. And we're so grateful to be able to have the opportunity to do that. So for everyone who's just reached out, who's, you know, just had that bit of fellowship with us, we're so grateful to you because that's, yeah. that's the whole reason we're here is to, is to shine God's light and to build each other up. So thank you so much for just your continued involvement with Mama Bear.
2: Yep. Awesome. We'll be blessed, people. And we will see you in the new year. And see you in the new year. Christmas. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. happy new year.
0: This has been a Mama Bear Apologetics recording. To learn more about Mama Bear Apologetics, please visit us on the web at
1: www.mamabearapologetics.com. We hope you learned a little more about how to sift through ideas, accept the good, reject the bad, and now you can go teach your kids to do the same. Do you have any questions or maybe some ideas about future podcast episodes? Send us an email to Bears at gmail.com and we'll do our best. Rise up, ladies. Rise up, Mama Bears. We are all in this together.